You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. I'm your host, Drake, and as you know, today is Saturday, so you know what time it is. I am joined by the man himself, Mr. Danny Domino, a professional handicapper, to pick some games for the weekend, whether you're listening to in the morning on your commute to work or in the middle of the day during your workout or, you know, right before bed. Hopefully, you listen to it earlier in the day so you can get all the juicy, juicy picks. But I'm not going to hold us back any further. Danny, how you doing, my guy? I'm doing good, Drake. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I just got back from the gym. I got a sweet little pump going on. Did a little bit of shoulders, you know. A little. I feel go. good. I feel locked and loaded because we need to. Uh, we need to recoup some money for the for the folks yeah. out there after last week. Yeah, we need to lock and load on these picks instead of the gym. But uh, that's very very true. I mean, like folks, I will say, you know, you know, we're honest here. We're honest men here. We we're here to, you know, we're thick men helping to thicken your wallets. Last week was our first negative week, but we are very very precise this week with our picks because. We're not going to here to let you down again. And this week is yeah, the middle really. of the year. In my personal opinion, it's a lot harder to make these picks now in the middle of the year because right now there's a lot of overcorrections from the books. But I think we got some winners here for you. Perfect. Well, Drake, what I'm going to do, I'm going to start out with a little ballsy here. I'm going to start out with my bankroll builder. Okay. Um, and I'm going with the Cowboys of Oklahoma State over Texas. Okay. I knew that was going to be your reaction. Okay. Um, Talk to me, Dad. I don't think Texas is that good. Um, I think they got a lucky start last week, gifted 14 nothing with a 75-yard touchdown against Oklahoma, and then a blocked punt. Get the ball to two. Um, pretty nice little start to the game there. They end up blowing the lead. You know, I just think they're going to have quite a letdown situation in this spot. Oklahoma State's coming off a bye week. They're 2-0 and against ranked teams this year. Um, where Texas is 0-2. So I'm going to roll the dice here a little bit. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. I be- last I looked, they were at plus 160. Um, I expect them to go into Austin and, and upset the upset the Longhorns. So here's my thing. I mean, like Oklahoma State is an undefeated – is probably the sneakily the quietest undefeated team out in the country right now. Mike Gundy always gets those boys to play. And like – Texas did lose a heartbreaker to Oklahoma. Trust me, I had Texas money line and in the spread, and that just really hurt my That's heart. Tough. That's I tough. mean, it set the tone for the rest of the day, if we're being <laughs> completely honest here. But do you do you just not have that much faith in them to get up here and play this game? I think Texas is on its way back. I think Steve Sarkeesian's a good fit for them. But I just think, you know, a heartbreaking loss to Oklahoma. They're bouncing back. Oklahoma State's coming off a bye week. They're 2-0 against proven teams where Texas is 0-2. I just I think this is a good spot for the Cowboys because, like you said, they are quiet. I think this is where they want to sort of come out and try to not be as quiet and let let everyone know, hey, we're we're not our typical Oklahoma State that starts out 7-0 and ends up 8-3. So I got a little more faith in them this year with that defense. I think they're going to try to do their best to shut uh, Robinson down, but – I like the Cowboys plus 155. It looks like you're you're telling me they're at. Yeah, I'm going to go against you on this one personally. Before the season started. I knew that uh, was, I knew that Matt, was tough. That's why I didn't tell you what this pick was. Before. I know, I know. I mean, hey, that's buried the lead on me, my guy. But when, Matt, when we did Heisman odds at the beginning of the year, Max asked me, you know, certain players who I thought would be great value. 
We both were on the consensus that Matt Corral will probably be really good. We were the first folks, by the way, to say that. So hopefully you locked that in when we said that. But my unsung, like underrated Heisman pick was Bijan Robinson. And I think he's going to be the difference maker actually in this game. So me personally, I think he's going to be a difference maker. I think Casey Thompson is probably one of the better quarterbacks actually in the country, especially after seeing him last week. And I think that defense, we're being honest, like they look bad because Caleb Williams, there's no tape out on him yet right there. And when, Spencer, when Spencer Rattler was in the game, they dominated the kid. And that man is now benched. And he's probably not going to be Oklahoma for very much longer. So the folks, the boys are at odds with their odds. Ride with Danny for his banker builder at plus 155. Or you can ride with me with Texas minus three and a half as of this recording. Perfect. I knew you were. I knew where you were going with that one right away. Oh, wow. um, I know, I know. So where do you want to go next, Danny, for your card? I am going to hop over to the Big Ten here for my next two picks. Um, I'm going to start with Michigan State minus four and a half at Indiana. Um, Indiana is 0-3 against top 25 teams this year. They've lost by 28, 14, and 24. Going off historical values, you're losing by about 22 points a game um, to top 25 teams. You know, they only beat Western Kentucky, who everyone knows how much I love them. They only beat them by two. Um, Michigan State's rolling. I love Mel Tucker. Love what he's doing up there in East Lansing. I think they have a spot here, too. I think they play Michigan next week, and I think Mel Tucker coming from the SEC, I think he's going to have his dogs locked in, um, and I, I just don't think Indiana's good. I think they're falling off. I'm rolling with Michigan State Sparty. Minus four and a half. Let's uh, Let's see what we can do. And, again, they beat Nebraska, and I'm rolling this pick right into my next one. I hope you didn't have any thoughts on that game, Drake. Um, I'm rolling this game right into the last one. Everyone knows I was down on Nebraska. I love Faden Scott Frost. Man, these last couple weeks, they might have made me a believer. Um, They've lost the three top ten teams by three points, three points in overtime, and seven. They're keeping it tough. So I'm rolling that Michigan State play right into this Nebraska play. Nebraska minus four at Minnesota. Um, the last time they lost a game, they came out and spanked Northwestern 56 to seven. Uh, Minnesota is not quite as bad as Northwestern, but I don't think they're good. Nebraska has 150 yards per game yard differential, which is incredible. Include considering, like I said, they played three top 10 teams so far. That's very impressive. And Minnesota just beat Purdue 20 to 13, I believe, but Purdue outgained them 448 yards to 294. They're getting outgained. They got lucky to pull away with that one. So my next two plays are Big Ten small road favorites and Michigan State minus four and a half and Nebraska minus four. So you're right about the Michigan State one. I actually was on that at open. I actually got them at minus three and a half uh, on yeah. Sunday, I want to say Monday afternoon. And I love that play. Minus four and a half. I'll still take that because I, I agree with you. I think Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker sneakily might be coach of the year with what he's doing right now over in I don't know if it's sneakily. I mean, yeah. I mean, between for my personal opinion, I think it's between him. It's between, it's between him, Jeff Halfley. I think it's another really, really good one. So I'm going to ride oh. with you for the minus four and a half. I can't ride with you in Nebraska. I don't uh, It's really... um. I think I've been hanging out with Max too much. I just don't believe in Scott Frost to do anything really well coaching-wise, personally. I think he's a great offensive guru. I think he made a huge mistake. I know it's a, a feel-good story. He used to, he was the national championship quarterback actually at Nebraska and then go back and coach there. But I think he left something really special on the table actually at UCF. 
So I'm not touching that. So I will ride with you though, minus four and a half. And I'm also gonna take the under in that Michigan State game at 48 and a half too. I was gonna think. say that that it Michigan dropped. that offense has been looking sharp though. It's but, been looking sharp, but they take off a lot of time with the clock with time of possession, if you've noticed. Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah. that's one of my things at with that. So folks, ride with Danny with the Michigan State minus four and a half. I am riding that as well. Take Nebraska minus four if you want to ride with him. I'm steering clear a little away from that. And if you want to go on a side mission with me, little rendezvous, Michigan State at under 48 and a half. Danny, I have a feeling that we have a sort of little double down situation occurring in Death Valley this weekend, actually. So uh, you want to tell the folks what we got on that? I think you're right. Um, I believe we're going to be on Florida minus, I believe you said it's 12 and a half right now. Yes, it is. Um, I'm definitely going to be on them. They, uh, the top three players for LSU are out. They're wide receiver in both corners. Um, and they just came out a couple hours ago that their D end is out as well. Um, F- Florida, they've beat every bad team they've played that hasn't been um, Alabama or Kentucky. They've won all their games. They've covered this spread by more than this. I think this is a get right game for Florida. I think Dan Mullen tries to make a statement here. I think people are sort of writing off LSU, and this might be the game that gets Ed Ogeron axed. I think this game has the potential to get ugly, like quick. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you with that. And also, if you know, like, there's a lot of players that are injured, like Kayshawn Booty is out. Uh, Eli was it Elias really Riggs? Well. Singletary. Yeah, their, their defensive end, I think, just announced maybe not even an hour ago. Like, because I remember yeah. this line actually was at 11 about an hour ago, and it's jumped up a full point and a half, which yeah. is absolutely absurd. And I think you're right about that because Ellis, uh, Florida was going to win the game last year until, you know, the shoe throw hurt around the world that we saw with Marco Wilson. Yeah. And this is definitely going to be the game that probably gets – I think Coach O was already fired. I just think losing badly to a UF team that runs the ball very well and – Else you cannot stop the run, save their lives. This is definitely going to be the game that just it, it was the word accelerates the firing yeah. process. So I think this, I agree. I think this game has the potential to get a uh, pretty ugly, pretty pretty quick here. Yeah, it's definitely. And I actually hopped in on this like immediately at open. I got a minus ten, and I'm going to ride with you again at minus twelve and a half for the locked on Seminoles. Danny and Drake official double down of the weekend, folks. Is Florida minus twelve and a half. And because I just love to watch points scored, give me also the over in this game at 58 and a half. Sorry, 59 and a half. I will still take that. I still think my, uh, Florida's defense, if you actually notice, like it's improved, but actually every quarterback that's played Todd Grantham this year, the defensive coordinator for Florida, their QBR jumps at least 25 points, which is absolutely absurd. And Max Johnson isn't a bad quarterback. All I need them to do is score maybe 10 to 14 points because Florida will score We'll, we'll score like 42 to 47 by themselves. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not going to hop on the over. I get a little weird about conference overs. Um, but I, if I was taking our side there, I'd definitely be leaning over and not the under. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, Danny, where do you want to go next within your card? I'm uh, I'm going to go to where the dogs are barking. We're going to go with, to our super dog pick here. Um, and we're going to go to the Mac. I'm getting ready for action here in a couple weeks. Um, so I'm going to start keying in. Kent State plus seven at Western Michigan. Oh, I talked earlier to me. I love this already. I uh, I think these are very even teams. I think Kent State probably has a better quarterback. 
But if you look at stats, they're very, very even teams. And I just think Kent State catching seven. Um, man, I when I saw that number, it sort of jumped out to me. I thought it was going to be a two, three-point spread. Um, Are you still good taking them at six and a half? I'm perfectly fine taking them six and a half. I prefer seven, but, you know, six and a half. I locked in at seven earlier today. But Kent State, they're a little better running team. I think they're going to go in and get the lead early and sort of sort of coast to – I'm going to call for an outright upset here, but I'm going to take the six and a half for my super dog play as well. I like that. I like that. And Western Michigan, though, they beat a very, very good pit team that isn't that great. I mean, I say that primarily because we cover them over our locked on ACC. And the only great part about Pitt is actually Kenny Pickett himself, who I think is number five in the country for PFF for QB for, for QB for QB grades. Yeah, and he's like literally the one. He's like Atlas shrugged. I'm oh, sorry. He's like Atlas, the mythical myth. Uh, he's just holding everything up. Yeah, he's holding the entire team up and doing all that. So, I because I don't think Western Michigan is particularly that great, and you know how I'm all I'm all about that action. I'm all about that action. So get, I will ride with you with Kent State plus six and a half. Was it the Golden Flashes? Is that what is that what we call? Yep, it? absolutely. Ooh, Golden Flashes, Kent State folks, take Kent State at plus six and a half for the Super. What is Dollar that money game. line at right now? By the way, the money line. Ooh, yeah. it's at well, two ten. Two ten. That's worth a play on, on my side. That's okay. worth a play if you're feeling a little frisky. All right, then, folks, take Danny with plus six and a half for Kent State, and also take them on the money line at plus two ten as of this recording. I'm not joining you on that with the money line play, but I will ride with you with the six and a half. I think that's actually a very, very good play there. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad I got that Drake stamp of approval there. Oh, you know, it's a great stamp <laughs> of approval, even though last week it was not that great. But this week we are dialed in. We are focused. We are locked and loaded. And we are going to give these folks the money, give these folks the best that they need to have a great, great weekend. Do you have any more regular picks, Danny, or do you want to go straight to six shooter? That's I'm, I'm good with my regular picks there. I do want to touch on something. Um, Okay. A trend I talked about a couple weeks ago with conference dogs of more than seven points with totals under 48. When I said that trend, it was 2-0 and in that week. This week, there are, by my counts, six games that hit this. One is San Jose State, um, which is actually a Friday night game. So when you're listening to this on Saturday, we'll know if that hit or not. Other quick ones are Syracuse. We got Kentucky, Purdue, Southern Miss, and New Mexico. So if you're looking for something, a little underdog degenerate parlay, again, that's San Jose State, Syracuse, Kentucky, Purdue, Southern Miss, and New Mexico. So keep some. That was a perfect trend on a week I said it, so I figured I might as well look at it. I didn't see any of those trends, um, any of that hit that last week, so that's why I didn't say anything. But we'll see how that goes. There might be something to keep an eye on throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, I will say, folks, this actually is a really, really weird week for picks. Danny and I were talking about this before the show and throughout the week. We like we typically get together like a Monday and like say what we like on the board. Like, I take stuff at open, so does he. And then we both were kind of realization that we're, a lot of these games are actually really difficult to pick because the lines are either very spot on or they're just super out there and it's kind of weird. So it's going to be a very interesting week. That's why the, that's why this show is a little lighter. Our picks are a little shorter. But now, Danny, it's time for you to put them up. Give us the six-shooter for the weekend. All right. Give me a countdown. All right. Let me pull up my timer real quick. Are you ready? Three. Let me, there we go. Three, two, one. 
I'm going to start off with Pitt, Virginia Tech over 56. I just think I'm riding the Pitt train, Pitt over train the rest of the year. Um, I'm going Northern Illinois minus nine against Bowling Green. I really like this Huskies. I don't think the Falcons are anything special. Give me TCU plus 14. Everyone by now knows my feelings on Oklahoma. Plus 14, Zach Evans is going to play. Max Dugan's going to play. That's that's a money line alert right there, too. Um, Fresno State minus four at Wyoming. Big fan of the Bulldogs here. I think it's a I think it's a bounce back after the last loss against Hawaii. I think Wyoming's in a downtrend. I'm going to be on Kentucky, Georgia, under 45. Both these teams run the ball, some of the best in the country, but they also stop the run, best in the country. Uh, and also Kentucky plus 22 for the trend I just said. And I can't find the spread for this game, but I'm taking Yale, whatever they are, minus whatever they are against UConn. <laughs> well, you got that at 59 seconds. I, know. I, was, on the I, was, I was watching. I was saying Oops. it's a good thing how a timer out for you because last time you just, you know, couldn't keep up with it. But that's good. I like that, Danny. I like that. So, so Danny, now that I've had time to go over my picks and so, like cut down, I have a lot. I have a lot, even though I hate everything this weekend. I have a lot for some reason. It's kind of weird. So, like, give me the countdown before we can start. The six. All right. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Go ahead. All right. First off, I want Virginia Tech plus five. Actually, against the spread, ACC underdogs are 14 and four as of this recording. So give me VT plus five. Next, I'm going to ride with you actually again. I love the UGA UK, UK under at 44 and a half, primarily because that defense is elite. And if UK can't run the ball, which they wouldn't be able to against the defensive line UGA, they won't score. So the under is definitely going to hit. Now, next one, I'm not even going to explain it. I don't know why. I have a gut feeling. Give me Vanderbilt plus 18. I don't think South Carolina is very good. I know Vanderbilt's also bad, but I don't care. Now, also, give me BC plus three. I honestly think they pull off the upset as well. So, But give me the plus three for the Boston College Eagles actually at home because NC State, last time they were away, lost to Mississippi State a few weeks ago. And lastly, the, um, the big elephant in the room, give me the under 83 in Ole Miss, Tennessee, I just don't see – I mean, they have great offenses, no defenses, but give me the under because I don't know why. I can see Lane Kiffin making a statement and maybe bring some defense. I think you were done right at the one zero zero mark. Right at the – We're going to have to get – we're going to have to send it to Booth Review to see if you were under or not. Before we go, we are definitely going to have to tell the folks that, as we said earlier, a lot of these games are – they're difficult to pick this week. and An ugly slate. It's an ugly slate, and it goes balancing perfectly with our new segment, Better Beware. Folks, this is a game. There's a lot of games that me and Danny were very not high on. Obviously, you can tell it's a shorter episode today. So, Danny, where should we steer the folks away from? I'm going to take him to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Shout out my man, Eric Musselman. Just got a five-star recruit about two hours ago for his basketball team. I'm a huge – if you follow me on Twitter, you're going to find out I'm a huge Musk guy. Um but man, this this line is odd. I think I love Arkansas. Everyone I talk to, everything I see, everyone's like, "Oh, give me Auburn, give me Auburn." I can't get over Bo Nix on the road. I think everyone has that LSU performance in his head. I I don't know where I'd go with this one. Yeah, so I was leaning Auburn. I actually had almost in my six shooter, but then I remember that Sam Pittman is the head coach at Arkansas. And Sam Pittman, as of he keeps covering, I think he's 20 and seven against the spread actually since he's been at Arkansas. And that's something I do not want to bet against. You can't go for, you know, 
go against a fellow thick boy like like that. It's kind of dirty if I do that. So that's definitely one I'm not going to touch, and that's probably the dirtiest one too because it's it's a hard game to gauge, man. Because also I don't know how healthy Arkansas is too, but also Auburn with Bo Bo Nix or Bo Nix or Bo picks in the road. You just don't know, honestly. So yeah, I think this is going to be a game. I think it's going to be a good game to watch. I'm going to enjoy watching this game, but I just. Like I said, I would be on Sam Pittman. Uh-oh. What's up, oh. nerds? Oh. <laughs> I came in to save a graphic and saw you guys were in here, so I thought I'd hop in. Continue. Oh, my God. Oh, Look at, hey, Max, what do you think about the Auburn-Auburn-Arkansas game? Because that's the one game Ooh. that me and Danny just basically – we hate a lot of stuff on the slate. This is actually going to be a shorter yeah, episode. I'm not a big fan of this slate, but – Yeah, it's it's a tough slate. Um, the, the, like, best game this weekend is a 27-point spread, right? It's like Georgia-Kentucky is the marquee game, and that's – I literally – what's the spread at, 27 or 24? 22 and a half. 22, 22 and a half. half. Yeah, it's – But it it's opened good. at 24, I think, so. It, it's a good weekend to have a bye week. Um, mm, I, I can't believe that the team that beat Texas A&M, who just beat Alabama, isn't – legit to some degree and we saw him put up a lot of points against Ole Miss right so we know they can score yeah. uh, and to come out like that after getting really just obliterated by Georgia you got to think Sam Pittman's able to take home a dub this week right who's who's the favorite Arkansas, Arkansas. 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 Four and a half. at Auburn or at home no it's at, at, at Bayville uh, I don't know man I, I feel like Arkansas is <laughs> gonna win I don't know if I what's the money line what kind of juice am I getting for taking away the points like probably Minus two plus one sixty five Auburn, and for it's one one ninety Arkansas minus one ninety. I might if you if you put a gun to my head and said you have to bet on this game, I would probably take the juice on Arkansas. Just I would take yeah. the I, I would minus take the, the extra money. Yeah, and I just because I think they probably win this game, but four and a half. Like I don't know, man. This could be a field goal game. It could be a one one two pointer. Yeah. Arkansas could beat them by thirty. I, I, they could lose by thirty. Right, like this Dude, is yeah, this is, and like I actually like was taking Auburn UNC. actually in this game. I don't know. I was going to actually take Auburn in this game actually, like with the plus four and a half in the money line primary. But the problem is, I was telling Danny earlier that Sam Pittman is twenty and seven against the spread, which is absolutely absurd since he's been in Arkansas, and that's kind of one of the things going away from me. And also, Arkansas has like a lot of injuries that go along in the offensive line and their weapons, and also their quarterback isn't still one hundred percent. I mean, they played really hard against Ole Miss, but that was a letdown game, man. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come in for next week. All right, folks, that is it for today's episode. For review, Danny and I are at odds for the Oklahoma State-Texas game. His Was it your bankroll builder? Is Oklahoma State plus 155? I'm against that. Texas minus 3.5. We are in agreement, though, however, with Michigan State minus 4.5. I took a little bit of extra side action with Michigan State under 48.5. He also has Nebraska minus 4. He's a believer in Scott Frost. Right. I am not. I stayed away from that as far as possible. We are also our double down for this week is University of Florida Minus 12 and a half down over in Death Valley because Coach O is about to get fired because half his team is injured and slash opted out. Injured. Also, we are in agreement for Kent State plus six and a half because, as we said earlier, we're all about that action, especially when it's Maction. And we got K's also got Kent State plus 210 because Maction. Just because of Maction. Why not? And why not? And for the six shooter, he has Pittsburgh VT over 56, NIU minus nine. TCU plus 13 and a half. Fresno minus four. We both on our six-shooter have UK UGA under 44 and a half because UK is not going to score a single point probably or maybe even a field goal at best if they're lucky. And for the rest of mine, BT plus five. As I said before, 
ACC underdogs against the spread and conference player 14 and four, which is a great, great stat. Ole Miss, Tennessee under 83. I'm not going to get into that. BC plus three. And if you want, take BC plus 125 because they're probably going to win that game because NC State away from home is not very good. And Vanderbilt plus 18 because I hate myself and I think South Carolina is a very, very bad team. Folks, thanks for stopping by. Max, as always, thanks for stopping by as well. For Drake, that was Max. That was Danny. We'll see you Monday on Lockdown Samuels, baby. Don't forget about the Yale Bulldogs against UConn either. Hey boys, two weeks from today, we will be picking Tuesday and Wednesday night games.